0: If you want to know anything and everything there is to know about how to sell your house, you're in the right spot, my friend. Welcome to the How to Sell a House podcast.
1: Thanks for joining us for another episode of How to Sell Your House podcast. Today we're going to get into the timeline to get your house ready to sell. We're going to break it down for the projects that are going to take a little bit longer, the things that you need to do. Three months out, six months out, day of, all of that we're going to get into. And we are going to tell you kind of the six-month-out process of how to get your house ready to sell. Also, stay tuned to the end. We're going to give you a tip on if you need to sell it quicker and how to do that, too. So we're going to get into that. Thanks for joining us. I'm Cassie Lewis. I'm Chris Erickson. Lauren Sanders
2: with the Beach Life Group.
1: And we are all real estate agents here in North County, San Diego. So if you are thinking about selling your house in this area definitely reach out to us. And if you're in a different area, go to our website, howtosellahousepodcast.com. There there's a ton of resources and you can reach out to us and we can help you find a realtor in your area. Let's get into the episode.
0: All right, so you've been kicking around the idea, you want to start planning to sell your house. You're like, how long does it actually take? And we'll get into the end. You could if you only have a little bit of time, that's definitely doable too, but this episode is that six months out. So in that six month kind of time frame, the first thing is obviously you're going to think about selling your house, start put together the plan and go through uh, all the stuff that you're going to need to get done in the timeline that you're going to need to get done to start getting your house ready for the market. And if you do have that six-month time frame, the only time you're really going to need that much time is if you're doing anything significant investment-wise, you know, bigger remodels, all that kind of stuff. You're doing a kitchen, you're doing bathrooms. You're going to put in a little time, a little bit of money, but ultimately, you know, kind of reap the rewards when you do sell your house at the end. Obviously, better-shaped house, a newer house, all that kind of stuff is going to demand a little bit more cash on the back end when you do sell it. So if you do have that six-month time frame, Start putting together what the project is. Obviously, start talking to people. And in times right like right now, we're in the middle of 2022. Getting contractors out there, getting anybody to work on your house, it's kind of a chore as far as getting them out there, get them on the schedule, even because they are crazy busy. So depending on when you are, you know, what time of the year, what time in the market cycle, all that kind of stuff that you are trying to sell your house. Six months usually should be enough time, but you definitely want to give yourself all that time, especially if you're doing those bigger remodels.
2: Yeah, One one thing for sure if you're remodeling things would be to get all the components of what's going into the place. For instance, we did one not long ago, and it took – everything was different timelines. So cabinets were two and a half months just to get them. Mm -hmm. So other stuff was not that long. But if you've got the space, start putting together your package of if you're doing – cabinets or you're doing whatever you're doing just have it all at your place and by your you know due date to start the project and then get rolling because that'll be part of the challenge too is getting the actual pieces kitchen sink or whatever it is some of those things are on back order
1: even before all this before trying to set up, remodel projects and all that, definitely reach out to your realtor or find your realtor that you're going to work with because they'll have the contacts for contractors. They'll have some tips on what projects are best for the best return on investment as well. So find a realtor, sit down, talk about the projects that you're thinking through and they might have some ideas or maybe you don't need to do it. Maybe you should do something else instead. So definitely reach out to that realtor upfront. Remember, they don't get paid until... You close anyway, so they're a great asset to just have right up front, and they're going to give you the best options.
2: So once you're three months out, it's a lot shorter time than you think it is, for one. So keep that in mind. But I would start from the outside in preparing your house. So make sure, because it takes time for your garden to get the right look, your flowers, all those kind of things. So three months out, start getting the exterior looking good, from plants to you know get your grass green, all those kind of things. And, and then look at what you need to do cleaning wise. If you need to clean some things, pull things out of, you know, we don't live like we sell a house. So your garage could be full of all kinds of things, or you could have an extra room full of all kinds of things. Start getting ready of those things, making arrangements to get rid of those things.
1: So we have clients uh, right now that are uh, decluttering a house, trying to get rid of furniture. And it's not as easy as you think, like there are, Organizations that'll come pick up furniture for free because it's a donation, um, but they're booked out. Whatever it was, a month and a half, something like that. So start looking at those things now. If you know that there's some furniture pieces or a ton of like a bunch big blocks of clothes or whatever it is, start thinking about how you're going to get rid of that stuff. Um, just because it could take a little bit of time. Um, obviously, if you get to the point where you just have to pay to have it removed, that's an option too. But it's way better. If you want to do it donation style, it's way better to kind of start looking at that ahead of time.
0: And I think this is a good time too, to go through, Yeah, depending on how, how long you've been living at your house, even getting rid of like just hiring a, a, or getting a dumpster or whatever in your front yard and just start throwing out a lot of stuff, like stuff you might be finding when you're cleaning out. Uh, it's just, it's a nice time to cleanse and do that real spring cleaning, even if it's not that springtime and, and kind of lighten the load. Uh, Cause as you get closer to this, there's going to be a lot of other stuff going on. So, the, the more prepared you can get right up the front and get rid of that that old, you know, there's an old bike in the garage. Sell that or whatever. Make a little cash, too, while you're doing it. You know, have a garage sale. Offer uh, up, baby. Offer up. There. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of those technology Facebook, platforms. Uh, that you can on Facebook. Facebook. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yeah. there you yeah. go. So, yeah, any of that kind of stuff. Just start getting rid of stuff if you can because when you do show your house, like Lauren said, you don't show it. You don't sell it like you live in it. You're going to want it clean, tidy, Decluttered and kind of looking its best when it does hit the market.
2: Last thing for this too is we talk about windows a lot. Mm-hmm. You don't want to clean them yet, but say you have a couple cracked windows or broken windows, get those replaced, repaired. If you've got a number of fogged windows, certain manufacturers, if it, you bought them and you put them in, they have a lifetime warranty. So check that first. But if you've got fog windows, get those. You know, make those little repairs because you're going to have to schedule, like we mentioned. There's I don't know. You might have eight or 10 people that you got to schedule to do different things. And those are some of the things you're going to want to do. Make sure things are repaired. If something doesn't work, the microwaves never worked, hasn't worked for a long time, but you don't use it, Place it, repair it, do whatever you need to do for those things too.
0: It, yeah. And also in that three-month timeline, this is the time that you're going to have a little bit, you don't have a ton of time, but it's enough time to do the kind of middle projects like painting, fixing broken fixtures, kind of all that stuff that's going to make your house pop. When you do put it on the market, so painting, flooring, uh, any kind of thing that's like not huge remodels, this would be a good time to start putting those in, in process.
1: So you're about a month out from getting your house on the market. What are the last things you need to do? We suggest putting together a punch list. So that's walking through the house, making notes about any last minute things, whether it's patching little holes in the wall and touch up paint and um, anything that is just kind of lingering put together a punch list. I used to work in construction, um, and I had an old superintendent that would, as we were doing the punch list, he would go and close the toilet seat, sit on the toilet, and just look at the bathroom. And you'd see a million little things from that standpoint. And that's a spot where you're going to be sitting a lot or people are sitting a lot and so you see a lot of those just like imperfections and so do that everywhere i'm not don't bring, bring the toi- your toilet don't, everywhere. Don't, yeah. don't bring the toilet everywhere but i mean just like get, get in. a portable one you can do that. that's right go in your you know just go into these specific roo- or all the different rooms in the house and just look and just kind of look around the room uh, because there are little things and, and the more imperfections you take care of and get fixed or patched or painted or whatever. People are going to notice that attention to detail when
2: they get into sure. it. For sure. So, like in the bathroom in particular, how many times do you go in and you're viewing one in the moldings, kind of so-so, mm-hmm. or you know maybe a little, little water, yeah, or, yeah, right, exactly, or, or the grouts. You know, there's some grout missing and stuff like that. Those are the easy things to just have a handyman come by and blow through and hundred bucks, and it looks. I mean, that's like probably a the best bucks. money you'll spend. Right. Yeah,
0: right. You just something. don't think about it. Yeah. Or, yeah, hire a handyman. Or if you're handy yourself, just go ahead and do it. But it also, it's it's stuff like, like I said, you're living there. So you probably have noticed it and just kind of put it in the back of your head. But when new, when the buyers do come through, this is what they're going to see. This is what they're fixating on. Even like one thing that really bugs me cruising through houses is like uh, Cassie kind of mentioned, like a, a nail on the wall or whatever. They used to have a picture hanging up there or a screw or, you know, one of those uh, anchors for the screw. Like get all that cleaned up, patched up, painted up, touched up, all that kind of stuff. It's just the little tiny things, too, that that could potentially, not necessarily your house will, is likely going to sell still, but you want it top notch. People have
2: light bulbs out. They've got sets of lights and different things, and two of them are out. Or different or, type or, of light bulbs. Yeah. Like and five so, different light bulbs. So, you know, we all, like we say over and over, you don't live in a place like you sell it. So visually, you really just want people, you know, first impression for them to go, wow, this is a great house. And so just little things like that, you'd be surprised at what what kind of feelings people have. If the grout's not all messed up or lights are out, they think, well, I wonder what else they're not taking care of. So (laughs) it's not just that little thing. It puts this kind of question mark in people's mind that can affect the value you get. All right. And then coming into the last weeks before the sale, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you're probably going to have. If you hire, a, you know, professional agent, you're going to have maybe videography going on. You're going to have some videos being shot. You're going to have photos being taken. You may even have them taken at different times of the day. Some sometimes we take evening photos to make, uh, you know, to make things just look. Awesome. And you might have your last few things of you have a cleaner coming in. I mean, that's the almost the very last thing you do is have the cleaner come in, touch up whatever you need to touch up and then have the cleaners come in and deep clean and, you know, have everything ready to go. And then the photographers come in and that's like the last stage usually. And that's probably still a week out because it takes three, four days to get video things done and, and photos. And so you still have a couple more days. Something happens, you need to trim a tree, you need to do something, uh, but you know time is short. So
1: One just extra note to have the house ready for, like once you have the cleaning and all that stuff done, have the house ready for photos where you don't have to do anything, where you as the seller can just leave. Um, we've had times where we need to move this for this photo and yeah. we need to get this out of here for this photo. And it just makes things tougher on everybody. So just making sure that it's completely dialed in and done so nothing needs to be moved or adjusted and stuff during photos and especially video because if they're doing a straight video walkthrough you can't really move things around
2: everything shows up on video nowadays i mean the videos are very good so you can see dust on things yeah then turn on the lights and get the heck out yeah you know let the magic happen really
0: one time i sold house and talking about moving things around i had to follow the photographer around because there was like a chair left here and a table left here they were still kind of trying to get it out of the house, but it wasn't quite, you know, it was going to be a vacant house, but there's still pieces of furniture. Like if it's fully staged, that's one thing where you have everything, you know, everything's kind of cohesive, everything's looking good together, but this is just like a random recliner and a random table. And, and so if you get all that stuff out, if you are moving out, if it is going to be vacant and staged, you want all that stuff out for sure. Before those pictures and stuff come in. It's exactly like
2: you're getting ready for your first showing because mm-hmm. you want it to look as good as it's ever looked for that. Right. Um, Cause that's actually the first people that are going to really even see your house are going to be online and they're going to see the, the photography and the video content you put together. So
0: and one thing we've mentioned well, I try to bring it up in every podcast that we have on <laughs> Windows podcast. Clean those windows. <laughs> <I knew it. laughs> Got to get those windows clean and spotless. Like Lauren mentioned too, if there's anything big, fogged windows, that's kind of a few months out. But once you do get your windows clean, get somebody out there to do that. And on that window front too, just even screens. Like some people have screens that have been in there, you know, 15, 20 years. Like the windows could be spotless, but the screens, even, even if they don't have a tear, they just look old. Like those are fairly inexpensive fixes to make your house like bring it up to that next level.
1: Yeah. When um, screens, as they get older, they get that kind of, I don't know what it is. They get like tarnished kind of, and they have a little bit like of that white glow and it makes it so they don't look like they're clean. So we just take, take them you, off or take them off. If
2: you can't get that done, because in the videos and photos, it'll look, it, it just looks better. And even, even the screens are something that can distract you in the video content or yep. the photos.
1: Yeah. So we do see a lot and suggest to our clients when there are screens that aren't perfect, to just remove them all. So the last few days before you are coming on the market, start to put together kind of a plan. If you, Especially if you've got kids, uh, we see this dogs. a lot where, or dogs, yeah, same thing. Um, where are you going to put the dog beds? Where are you going to put the toys? Um, we suggest where you're going to put things that are in your bathroom, things that you use on a daily basis or kitchen appliances that you use on a daily basis, but don't necessarily need to be on the counter. Just start to put together a plan to put, get those away It's not that you can't use them or use toys or anything like that, but like get some bins to be able to take into the garage or get some baskets for the bathroom to be able to put all your stuff into and then put under the sink and just start to put together some of those plans because the more it looks like the photos, the better. So get it back to that state that it was in for the photos. Make it easier on yourself too, because if you have to like try to figure it out each time, like, oh, where did I put my toothbrush last time? If you know, you know you're going to do the little things to kind of get it all ready, have a plan for that for each showing. The market we're in now, it's usually just one weekend, so you don't have to worry about it as much. But as things normalize, it can be a showing here and a showing there and a showing here where it's way easier to have kind of a plan of attack to get it back to decluttered.
2: One, one thing I've always told clients, and this is a normal market, uh, which we're we may be headed You know, back that way is I want their numbers. They want me to contact them at like in order, like where are we going first? Text, phone or email. What's best for you Mm -hmm. and have a plan of when you get those showing requests, how much time do you actually need? If you've got kids and a dog, it might take you 30 minutes to get squared away. So figure out that stuff ahead of time too. So then, you know, you'll have it all. Hey, I need 45 minutes. So if you're calling me, it's going to take 45 minutes for me to get rolling.
0: And as you're going through all that stuff too, take anything that's like super valuable to you or your prescriptions or anything like that. It doesn't happen all that often, but it does happen where things do get taken. Unfortunately, people are going to be coming through your house if you're going to have open houses, even on showings and stuff. So just make sure anything that's like super important to you is put away either out of the house, saved, stored somewhere else. Just make sure they are taken care of
2: so you don't have to worry about that go to target buy extra treats extra candy for your kids (laughs) (laughs) there might be some bribery involved in getting things rolling fast when you do all of these things that we just talked about you're not going to have that panic stage or you know it'll it'll be much more of a smooth process you know nothing's ever perfect in this world but it'll make your Uh, make it much less stressful for you. So we've talked through, you know, if you've got time and you're planning this thing out, but hey, you might get a call tomorrow and say, you have a job, they want you somewhere in a month. So then what do you do? Well, the very first thing you do is to contact your agent, get them over as soon as possible. If you don't have an agent, go to our website. If you're not familiar with, you know, you don't have somebody you're going to use. Actually, you can go to the website. We know people all over the place, not just people, Really good agents all over the place. So that can solve a problem if you need it, but call your agent and get a game plan right away. Have them come through the house, see what needs, you know, they think needs to be done before you put it on the market. Get the paperwork going, figure all of those things out quickly. You can do all that in a day, really. You can plan it all in a day, have a meeting with your agent, talk about the price, figure out what you need to do, and then execute those things in your agent. You know and whoever else you have that you know, you know in the community that helps you with different things, grab all those people together and say, I need paint, you know, whatever you need done, make a list, checklist, and just get through it and prioritize too. Yeah, totally, there's some things you might not even be able to get to, you know, like, like we talked about uh, screens earlier. Hey, you might not be able to fix the screens, just remove the screens. Priority is a big deal. What's going to have the biggest impact um, on the sale? go through that first. Fortunately, right now the market's pretty good, so you know, you're not going to get dinged as bad if you don't get everything done um because there's still going to be people that want your house. But um the other part of it too, if you have less time to sell, price is a key. Price and condition uh, are going to be the two keys and access. When you're preparing for that, you know, prepare you're going to need to let people in to see it as much as possible.
0: And so that's the timeline to get your house ready to sell. Planning six months out if you do have that luxury. If not, follow Lauren's plan, the quick hit. If you got a month out, get your agent. They've been through this process and just know what's going on. Could kind of help you organize everything, prioritize everything, and get the house ready for the market in you know that month timeline. So if you guys want a ton more resources, head over to howtosellahousepodcast.com. And we have a ton of information for you and a ton more podcasts. So go check all those out. Catch you guys all next time.